It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And I'm surprised you can even see me because I am surrounded by the secret ingredient that we will be using, maybe we'll find out this week, in all of our cookies. All of our cookies, Chris? Every single one that is gluten-free, at least, which is every single one that we make. Tell me all about it. Well, it is the incredible edible milk powder. Edible. Dun-da-dun. dun Two weeks ago, we discovered as we were making sugar cookies. You were making them. Why was I making sugar cookies? Hmm. What was the impetus for the sugar cookie? It was the cheesecake cookie. Oh, okay. So two weeks ago, as we were discussing the cheesecake cookie, and we wanted to make a cookie that had the specific mouthfeel of cheesecake. And you did pretty darn good. Yeah, we were very happy with that cookie. Highly recommend it. I read in one of Christina Tosi's cookbooks about the importance and the magical abilities of milk powder. And I said, I think we should use this in every one of our cookies. Because you my, did say my that. theory was that it would add fat without adding grease. It would add protein for the protein mesh that we are losing in our gluten-free cookie. And it would add some more sugar because that is basically what milk powder is. That's what milk is. That's what milk is. That's what milk Once is. Once you evaporate the, the water. Milk powder is milk in its most evaporated form. It's nothing else. There's no other magical thing that's going on with milk powder. It's just dried. There is a can of something called evaporated milk, which is not this. This is a dry ingredient. Exactly. And if you try to reconstitute it into milk, it's going to taste icky. I mean, I'm not even sure that's what it's for. Is that what it's for? Yeah, that's what we used to do with it. When the cows were on strike on the dairy farm? Ironically, on the dairy farm, <laughs> we used to feed the baby steers that would be fed from a bottle uh -huh. powdered milk. Oh, and you decided you, one day you just wanted to see what it tastes like? Yeah, I think it was a little different. It, it had some vitamins and things put into it. It was pretty bad. But we also used to have powdered <laughs> milk, and I still don't know why. <laughs> it tasted kind of like skim milk. Okay. No matter how much water you put into it. But that's neither here nor there. What we wanted to do was have a scientific investigation of the power of milk powder. And what I think you must have done is had like a control group cookie. And an experimental cookie. And an experimental cookie. So yeah. there's a, there's two cookies on my plate. You have two they... cookies. And I thought to myself, Chris, what is the most basic cookie? I decided that it would be a sugar cookie mm -hmm. because you have all the flavors right there. You have all the ingredients. You kind of know exactly what it's supposed to taste like, what you want it to taste like. Right. But I wanted my sugar cookie to be something specific. I didn't want to do a rolled sugar cookie that you would put icing on top of. I wanted more of a drop sugar cookie. And I wanted it to be of the consistency of the sugar cookies that... You take a tube of cookie dough and you just 
slice it and bake it. A slice and bake. Not like the loft house cookie, which is like super puffy. I didn't want something super puffy, but I didn't want something super flat. Okay. You wanted it crisp on the edge and chewy in the middle? Yeah. And I wanted it to have some heft to it as well. So I wanted to have a really good sugar cookie recipe that was gluten-free that I could then see if milk powder would make it better. So I had to have something that was good to begin with. I see. I couldn't find it. What? This is not what I thought you were going to say. What do you mean? How many recipes did you try? I looked at eight different recipes. Mm-hmm. And they all were slightly different. Mm-hmm. And because we have been doing this for two years now, I realized that there are certain things that go into cookies to make them good. And I could play around with their recipes a little bit. So one recipe had no salt in it, Jill. No salt? I would not want to eat that cookie. Right. Because we know that salt enhances the flavor of the cookie. Wanted to make sure there was salt. I wanted it to be puffy, so I thought it should have baking soda and baking powder in it. I thought, well, if we want to make a chewy cookie, let's have an egg plus an egg yolk. One of the recipes I looked at last week for the pancake cookie called for that. Yeah, that would make it a little chewier. And I knew since I was adding more liquid in the egg yolk, I needed to have a recipe with more flour than less flour. Okay. I kind of combined the best of eight recipes and i also wanted a little cream of tartare in there to work with the baking powder so came up with a recipe it's online and let's taste it okay which one should i taste first do you feel that they look different because of the secret ingredient or just because of the time of day that you cook them or whatever no the only thing different in these cookies is the secret ingredient the milk okay, powder, well, the, which is not secret. The milk powder cookie looks more perfect to me. It's a little flatter and a little more circular. Is that how yours looks? Is it a little darker? Maybe a little bit, yeah. Yeah. All right, so which one are we... I think we got to taste... I'm going to taste the basic one first. Yeah, we got to taste the basic one first. Right. Here we go. Mmm. Such a nice flavor on the outside. I want to keep eating it. I got like a burst of saliva from that. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me a burst of some type of flavor. No, I don't even taste it yet. It's just all texture to me right now, and it's amazing. It's buttery. It's very buttery. You used a cup of butter. What do you think? Do you think this is what you were going for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I think it's a nice, chewy, buttery cookie. I think it could stand to be a tiny bit sweeter. I can taste the... It's a bit grainy. I'm not getting too grainy. It's got that grit of the... The gluten-free flour. And we may never be able to get rid of that, but... Well, let's see what happens with the milk powder cookie. Okay. Are we ready for the milk powder cookie? This is a... Yeah. The first thing I notice is it's a little flatter. And it is is a darker yellow. Okay. Here we go. so slightly. Here we go. Mmm. Same good texture. Same buttery flavor. I think the buttery flavor comes a little later in the chew. Is it possible that it tastes a little sweeter? Maybe I should have done this blind. Mmm. Because now I'm like, all I can think about is milk powder. Well, you're not going to taste the milk powder because there's only a tablespoon in it. Oh, yeah, you don't. I asked you that. You don't need much, right? No. But 
I would say it tastes smoother, more buttery. Not, it's a texture thing compared to the... Now, right. go back to the first cookie. I'm going to go back and forth, yeah. I notice a difference. It just seems more perfect. Like, it's, it's more composed. This cookie without milk powder is too flighty. Too flighty? Yeah. Can we describe that in a texture form? Or... <laughs> I don't know. No, it's like, do you want a cookie that doesn't have its act together or this magnificent, empirically true-to-form cookie? I think most people who taste it would say both cookies are very good. If you do say so yourself. But the cookie with milk powder is more silky. Guess I got to keep eating, Chris. That's my plan. And we're going to package and sell these only in pairs. You have to buy... Each type of cookie. And you it's have an to interactive. Keep tasting them. You are right. The milk powder cookie is a creamier consistency. Yes, it is creamier. It is silkier. Now look at the two partially eaten cookies. Well, there's almost not, I mean, there's hardly anything <laughs> left on my plate. And you can see that the non-milk powder cookie is craggier. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, oh, definitely. And, and the milk powder one is a more silken-looking cookie. Mm-hmm. So milk powder, who knew? Go figure. It does make a difference, and we have proven it here on Cookie Lab, and it's going to make your gluten-free cookies just a little bit more special. It's fine to do it without them. It's going to take them to the next level, Chris. And if you want your guests to say, oh my gosh... Keep your paws off my cookie. (laughs) Milk powder is the way. Milk powder is the way to do it. But I've just got a little bit of tiny science for you. Oh, I love tiny science. Yeah. So milk powder, it turns out, if we look at how it's made up, that tablespoon of milk powder was made up of 26% fat. Yum. 34% protein. Mm -hmm. And 34% lactose, a sugar. 90% of that milk powder is just additional fat, additional protein, and additional sugar that we combine into our cookie. And the other 1% is magic. (laughs) It's moisture and ash. (laughs) What? Ash? You mean like like burnt bits of of charcoal? What do you mean ash? I don't know. That's what it says. It can have a okay. maximum of 7% ash and 5% moisture. 7% ash sounds kind of high, but okay. And it has a bit lower pH than water. It's slightly acidic, which would also, I think, help our cookie rise a bit. According to the internet, ash is a naturally occurring substance in milk and plant-based food products. It's made up of minerals, including sodium, potassium, chloride, calcium, and trace minerals. Many of these essential elements contribute to the cellular function of calves that allow for both growth and strong immunity. Go figure. So it's nothing it's nothing to do with the processing. It is part of the milk. It's nothing to do with campfires or anything like that. I want to know more about this ash and how it gets in there. How cows produce ash. It's just part of the cows. It's from the from the their diet of grass. Cow ash must be different than like our solo stove fire ash. Right, that's what I'm saying. It, like when you hear ash, you're thinking like burnt bits, but it's it's not that. It's essential minerals. 
maybe a listener will write into us and and t- give us a nice treatise on uh, the milk ash. Maybe, but also I think we need to know. I think we know all we need to know at this point. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I have lots of questions still. Oh, you do. All right. That's what keeps me going on Cookie Lab. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a nap, Chris. <laughs> all right well thank you for playing along jill uh enjoy the lovely parting gifts that are these cookies and we'll see you next week on cookie Lab. yeah thank you so much for making and sharing these delicious and interesting treats with me see you next week bye it's cookie lab